listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I get down for my grandfather who took my mama made us sit in that seat where white folks ain't want us to eat. And at the tender age of six, she was arrested for a sit-in. And with that in my blood, I was born to be different. Now niggas can't make it to balance to choose lead. What? I was born to be different. Now niggas can't make it to balance to choose leadership. But we can make it to Jacobs and to the dealership. I swear I hear new music and I just don't be feeling it. Racism still alive. They just be concealing it. But I know they don't want me in the damn club. They even make me show ID to get inside of Sam's club. I done did dirt and went to the church and get my hands scrubbed. Swear I've been baptized three or four times. But in the land where niggas praise you cons and getting paid, it's going to take a lot more than coupons to get us saved. Like it take a lot more to do rags to get your ways. Nothing sad as that day my girl father's passed away hey welcome to the black out to us podcast your host rod and karen man i doesn't everybody have to show id to get inside of sam's club no no you don't you can just get the sam's club uh you can get the sam's club membership without showing id you don't always have the membership oh you mean just walking up in there Mm -hmm. welcome to the black out to us podcast with your host rod and you can find us on itunes stitcher and podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is a feedback episode it's basically we're going to talk about the shit that y'all had to say about the things we had to say last week we'll go over uh reviews that we got if they're five stars on itunes and stitcher which we got zero reviews last week so i don't know probably something dealing with that itunes delay and shit <sighs> Ah, um, okay. we didn't have any episodes Damn, post for like yeah. a week and some change so uh i'm giving everybody the week off on this i'm not I, even gonna be mad at y'all nope not even gonna be mad we we understand it might be fucking 40 reviews in the queue for all i fucking know how would right. i know i told us like we hold on hold on all the reviews might be out there like uh what's up uh we ain't got nowhere to go shows? what shows that that's what happened ain't got nowhere to go so uh at any rate um we uh we also do uh voicemails we didn't get any voicemails this week uh but if you leave a voicemail it's two minutes or less uh make it uh the number what the number the number is 704-557-0186 um let me think what was the other thing you can do oh you can leave comments on our website Mm -hmm. the black guy who tips dot com um and there's uh, episodes every day posted or whatever five days a week um and you can leave comments on the episodes and we uh read those as well you can vote in the polls each episode mm-hmm. has a poll we do that as well yeah and uh since uh nobody left any uh five star reviews uh you ain't put five on it but you can put five on some tickets to come and see us live here in charlotte north carolina oh yeah don't forget september 20th um charlotte north carolina bloomenthal theater for performing arts uh all your faves will be there including us mm-hmm. um come show up man uh i think so far we sold it's about halfway we sold out last halfway. time we checked um you know which obviously you know ticket sales slow down after you announcing the stuff uh you know we'll see how many we can sell just going to keep pushing it and uh hope that many people can come join us uh once again hotel deals start to run out in august i think mm-hmm, about august. a month out um some of the hotel specials will will run out so uh if you're thinking of coming get your hotel now mm-hmm, get your tickets now um stacking them tickets up so you can come and see us yeah and then also people gave us tickets to give away mm-hmm. um which we'll try to give away some tickets closer to the event yeah. if uh there are people that want that you know they they are going to be here 
and um they would like to have two tickets or whatever mm-hmm. how many tickets uh we'll do that closer to the uh, closer to we get to the event but correct uh yeah you can go to the black guy who com slash live 2018 and uh check us out man mm-hmm. we appreciate everybody that uh comes out and supports us looking forward to it um all right the uh the artist official weapon all that shit the taser and unofficial sport it's bullet ball bullet ball stream right, i feel like i said that already um what was i missing paul's uh oh i know what i was missing the niggas that gave us money um yeah so you can go to the blackouttips.com on the front page on the right side uh you can donate to the show and uh the people that donate to the show you know we like to give them a shout out um because without them you know what the hell would we be doing come you know? on what would we be doing you know like uh they keep the boat afloat yeah like i ain't trying to um you know i ain't trying to struggle my whole life you know mm. we need this money come on and if it wasn't for y'all um uh, we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to do it so thank you to everybody that does that um let me see here let me actually go in here and play y'all song and y'all names i dedicate this song to the recession depression and unemployment today's a new day jasmine a thank you jasmine we appreciate you mm-hmm. waste bees by sewer we appreciate you as well damien r thank you damien thank you eric uh m attitude check bronco pride come on uh michael urban the playmaker mm-hmm. uh alexander m uh thank you very much um uh this is in the wrong folder let me move that okay uh mary h thank you mary stefan h no relation thank you mm-hmm. rachel h that's an, uh no relation three h's in a row uh omat a thank you jonathan w thank you as thank well you. we got um why why did i put this in this folder what was i doing what this is not even the right folder for this all right let's try this um deborah O, thank you very much deborah yes janine r thank you mm-hmm. Corey b we appreciate you we do mr span of span report podcast thank you so much yes sir andy s jeff m jonathan h mm-hmm. all y'all cool um i must have put a lot of these in the wrong folder what am i doing Nicole f thank you mm-hmm. uh calter h thank you early days of photography appreciate it KM, thank you. Yes. Jeremy F, thank you. Marvin B. Yes, Marvin B. Mm-hmm. Uh Chrishelle M. Candace H. Asia D. Nerds in Luxury. Man, there's a lot of people. Justin J. Yes. Solana S. Adam S. Jason J. Katie G. They was like, where was y'all niggas? Yvonne M. Annie P. Man, y'all don't gotta leave five star reviews. I can put five on it. Tom W, thank you. We got a one time donation from Domingo M, who says a small gesture for all the joy y'all bring into my life via the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Oh man, you know what? This is why we do this show every week. Not, I'm not the money. I mean, just sometimes you forget, man. There's a lot of people out there that get their joy through you. You know, it, it it really, it really, really is, and I know for uh a lot of people all of a sudden once they fix them issues people's like hey my spotify they were like hey my episode a lot of people had like backlogs yep so thank you guys yes 
um and uh like i said no five star reviews this week um because i i don't know it could be the apple shit i have no idea me either because I mean, on iTunes, nothing was was even populating a lot of people switch platforms and everything yes hmm. um georgia says on episode 1704 getting you through the work week uh hey rod and georgia may uh hey rod and karen so this rant is a bit off topic since i've been catching up with podcasts but i just wanted to say thank you very much for making me privy to the unfulfilled aha desires of you and other listeners as a gastronomical conservative i spent the rest of my day snickering at food in your windows like lay that swiss cheese down on that crepe or squeeze that beef between them silver dollar cakes and fill them belgian holes up with that mambo sauce and white meat lol i'm corny uh you're right up our alley <laughs> Uh, on another note thank you for taking time to talk about everything is love album have you ever noticed that beyonce has never discussed the gender quality uh slash personhood of blue until she was of age to begin coming into her own many people will start attributing feminine and masculine behavior or traits to their child based off of what they wish or believe they will become but in this in this album beyonce talks about giving blue her vintage dresses and success without the limitations of the glass ceiling which is closely associated to womanhood and this is the first time i've heard her speak of her that way they also both refrain from characterizing rumi and sir in the same manner oh yeah i never really noticed that before um but yeah now that you bring it up yeah i mean and then i mean there's also just a part of it too where beyonce is so private even though people stand for her and she's the biggest star in the world and all this stuff she keeps so much shit to herself um and she doesn't really do interviews so you know who knows exactly how uh what her thinking is along those lines you know so i mean it could have just literally been behind the scenes she may be a different way and publicly she's just like it's none of y'all's fucking business you know or maybe she's like to be like that too yeah she could be like that at all times i don't know you were right that this is the album we need but don't realize it sonically it delivers instrumentality and with b's voice the creativity that people often ask of the industry but will sleep on also the notion of love freedom forgiveness legacy and my personal petty favorite the addressal of people's desire to control who b is and how she presents herself Whew, so much to unpack there yeah yep all right man i still listen to album probably like once a day or whatever it's like i, I really think people missing a lot because you know we'd rather i don't know we're so caught up in our own shit it's just hard to take somebody pushing things forward like i was i talk about that album all the time i was talking about on twitter last night about how you know um my favorite one of my favorite lines on that um album is where would i be without my friends we fall out we make amends because i feel like that latter part of that is like dunzo for a lot of people like yep. it's y'all fall out that's it yeah we fall out bye like it's just you know and i hope that i'm in i hope that it's not that way but it just feels that way because Mm -hmm. of social media and and the way that people navigate it but you know it does seem like people have these artificial relationships because we you know collide into each other via social media over and over and over again right you talk Mm -hmm. about things tweet people you get little clicks people form groups people get you know like that's their you know kind of online friendship circles or whatever mm-hmm. even if you never met them or whatever but then when one person falls out of that click one person disagrees about something it's not something they can resolve it's almost immediately to 
uh, get the fuck out you know at, at least sometimes it appears to be that way and you know i fucking love that song friends because you're talking about the difference between your fake friends your frenemies ass niggas and um and, and your people that that are real like your people that you like man let me go check on this person let me go do this thing yeah um so i love that yeah and also um that song if people really listen to friends friends is actually really really deep because also on a low they talk about people they don't fuck with Mm -hmm. they didn't name names but they like went through a list of various different things and you know they was like hey this these people ain't my friend Mm -hmm. you know yeah i mean and the thing like you know he has that jay has that line where he uh talks about if, if me and my wife beefing i ain't like i'm not leaving the fucking house like we're gonna resolve that shit um and if you're a real friend you understand that you know my family is in crisis right now so yeah we're not showing up to your wedding or whatever the fuck it is this is about us right now and if you take that personally then we weren't friends you know like it's that kind of thing where um you know I, i think um i know for me personally one of my things is yo i will if if i'm having uh i'm not the kind of person that forces my way into someone's life so Mm -hmm. you know but if i allow someone access to my life then i'm considering you a friend you know because i because i typically just don't do that with people so Mm -hmm. you know i'm not gonna be the person that you know like i have uh, you know i have some friends that do the like they call on everybody they check on everybody they do that thing all the time i don't do that um but i have friends that like they'll call me and check on me and i'll pick up the phone for them like hey what's up dog you know you good what's up you know i'm good you know or whatever and we talk through or whatever you know for a couple minutes and that that might be it they they might not you know they might dip out but um i don't take that shit lightly you know like so it's kind of interesting to see uh you know even on that level as famous and powerful as they are they still have some of the same shit that regular ass niggas go through where you like because they're people i don't know why people <laughs> think because you're famous you're not a fucking person right so but i, I kind of like the the idea between you know like actual friendship and working and what and just being all up in the videos like when he talked about meat mill when he said when i say free the dogs i free them that's how meat meat got his freedom y'all put niggas on the t-shirt it hurts you ain't never meet them so it's like, it's like like it's easy to put them on a logo but you don't actually give a fuck about them um so i, I just fucking you know i just thought it was dope so mm-hmm. but uh yeah the, the album is like i said we'll see when people get over it if they ever get around to it because I, I feel like this is for me this feels like watch the throne when a lot of people kind of did the like mm, i don't know this is i mean y'all say it's good can we admit that it's not you know they're gonna do that shit um and it, the, the agendas are com- complicated because a lot of people stand for beyonce don't like jay-z and so they don't want to be like fuck this album completely because they scared that the beyonce people gonna get them and they don't want to be like i like the album because you know you don't want to be caught out here uh actually uh applauding someone like jay-z working on his toxic masculinity and trying to undo that shit that nobody wants to be seen applauding that because you might lose some um some uh what do you call cachet within you know the we hate these niggas click right and that's true and then some people uh don't want to be caught liking anything yeah also i mean we 
i mean to be honest we ask people to do this this stuff to to detoxify their lives and to publicly you know admit to all this shit and then when they do it like people get fucking ridiculous on on them for that it's it's so yeah yeah, it's so weird like i think like i said people would rather hold the grudge than Mm -hmm. than to have to let the there's a i was talking about this on twitter last night um it's kind of remember when twitter had i don't know if you remember this twitter said i'm gonna change the uh we're gonna change the way the block function works Mm -hmm. and essentially what the block function was going to do was mute the other party right now they would still be able to see your tweets they would not be able to and they would even be able to quote them and at you but you would no longer see them doing that right right and people i remember we had an episode about maybe even two episodes about it and you know my thing was like i mean i don't have a problem with it because that still serves the same functionality ultimately my point is they need to go away this would allow me to no longer see them right but remember how angry people got about that people lost their motherfucking minds like it was like a lot of people i'll leave twitter this is uh enabling harassment which is twitter with trolls and shit uh it's harassment's always gonna be there as long as there are human beings there will be a way around every single set of rules that try to bar harassment yeah and and truth be told if twitter was actually smart they'll actually put that function in there and just not say shit right uh, yeah that's what they should have done right they shouldn't have made an announcement or anything just put that shit out there but let me tell you something though this is what i was thinking about and i'm i may have said at the time but i was thinking it it was really relevant to what i was thinking about last night you know why people would rather block somebody and myself included uh i mean not when i say myself included i wasn't outraged if they would have switched it i would have been fine but myself included with the idea of blocking somebody it gives you a a a symbol of power that's not real Mm -mm. but it's a symbol of power like i blocked you you can't see my stuff and you know it when you go to my page you get a little notification that says hey hey i don't like you and that's more important than the functionality of the site which will serve the same purpose to be like actually you don't know that i don't fuck with you and i got you blocked you just go to my page see everything as normal you can fucking hate on me all day you can say whatever you want i'll never see it i'm absolutely fine with this me too right like i would be cool with that but it's funny that the block function is so alluring to the people on social media because we need that power over people to hold that grudge and that's kind of how i feel about stuff like you know when these dudes quote unquote start to grow that's how i feel about it like where it's like you know and not even dudes all these people there's people that have been homophobic there's people that have been transphobic misogynist racist all kinds of shit and they start having these like i fucked up let me figure out what's wrong with me hey i I was fucked up you don't have to be this is where i fucked up this is where y'all can do better than me and we're still like but i don't want to let go of that grudge the grudge feels like power yeah that's what it is and the thing is people people always want to have power over you because when they have power over you they quote unquote feel like they have control and there's nothing worse than a person that's controlling realizing that they lost the power because what happens is that once that person goes oh you're gonna forever be mad cool but what i'm gonna do is going over here mind my my business keep living that person fucking flips out and freaks out 
because all of a sudden they can't control you they they've lost that power mm-hmm. over you that they thought they had it was always an illusion anyway but they thought that they had power over you because at the end of the day a lot of people just like to control everybody and everyone around them um and i think that uh like you said that power of a hey, now you know you know type of thing and i think uh for me i could care less i like i said if they were smart they would just put that function out there anyway now they got to put it out there now and not say nothing and people would be just fine yeah my big thing is we like to know we that that we want the other person to know you know that's the big thing and i think we all have it in us like i'm no exception to this shit um but it's just funny because um to me this album is about something a lesson that a lot of people it's gotten lost it's got it has gotten lost it really has um it's become weak to forgive it's become glorified to be petty it's become uh praiseworthy to be like I, if I don't fuck with you, I don't never gonna fuck with. It's become, it's reached this other level where it's doing more damage to be that way than good. And I fucking live by my word, so if I say that shit, I mean it. Like, you know, um, conflict resolution skills. That shit matters. It's wild that when we we're kids, we have peer mediation, we have uh, all this stuff, guidance counselor stuff, they right? Need that for adults. Once you get to be an adult, the stuff we use for peer mediation, police the legal system you know uh gathering online on social media and bullying and harassing people and shit like like you watch people just kind of go through this shit where it's just like they're publicly dragging and and embarrassing folks and i'm like y'all could have this could have been a phone call that's like, this could have been you know let's sit down and, and break bread and talk about this shit mm-hmm. um this could have been um a lot of things but instead it's gonna be this you know and i and i I admit it's hard to keep the peace it's hard like yeah motherfuckers will try you they will push you they will take your kindness for weakness on the fact that and and honestly that anger inside of you that make well for me i can't speak for everybody else but the anger inside of me takes me to a place where i know the things i say can't be taken back so i just don't say shit because i know that if i if i say all it and i won't even really mean it which is the fucked up part i'll just be trying to hurt somebody's feelings and then look back and be like oh wait a minute i you can't go back from that Mm-mm. so i'd rather keep the peace than the than the go to the air shit out but i sometimes i think people take advantage of that they do. and you know kind of same thing people you you know do with the carters kind of same thing people do with uh with everybody it's like oh it's almost like you see people trying to be better and then you're like okay now i'm gonna go in so that that's what that's what that reminded me of when you wrote that uh when uh georgia may wrote in that part about you know forgiveness and um especially b's desire to not be controlled on how she presents herself yeah and also truth be told and we kind of talked about this before the biggest reason why a lot of people have rejection to the album just the whole concept is because a lot of people have a lot of unforgiveness in their heart a lot of people have had bad relationships with people in their past and uh uh divorces all types of things in their past Mm -hmm. they haven't been resolved they still have open wounds you know there's no forgiveness nobody has closed doors nobody has moved on or the other person's moved on but you still stuck in that rage 
and because of that they're not at a place where they can quote unquote forgive and a lot of people um don't want to forgive because the thing about forgiveness when you forgive you got to forgive it don't mean you forget it means you move on and a lot of people like to stay stuck in that spot um and for some people they stay stuck there for very different reasons some people stay there because they always want to be the victim Mm -hmm. they always have to be you know the one that 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 their side of the story has to always be heard um and it's one of those things to where uh i think truthfully that's why a lot of people are rejecting this because like you say they haven't resolved they haven't healed they haven't moved on they haven't come to any any resolution and like i said when it comes to relationships uh particularly i can't speak for men but i know a lot of women they always waiting for the man or somebody else to shut that door or close that window when baby you just need to get your ass up and close it and snap it on your own and move on well you know what you just made me think of too i forgot to mention and i think you know this is a big element of it grudge buddies yes that's a huge part of it now because it used to be a time where you know before the internet could help bring everybody together quote unquote you know if you had some problem like maybe amongst your crew of friends or whatever you would have been the nigga that's known as the hater quote unquote like we always like it it was it was accurate and then it got overplayed with the idea and especially the music of the hater right this person's a hater this person's a hater but some motherfuckers are hate, haters like they really do have a hateful disposition and everything is negative to them and it's kind of like mm-hmm. bring everybody down but what the internet kind of allow people to do is people like that can group up yes they can so you can be like i we're gonna drag blank every time i see this person's name and a lot of people find fellowship in that and they They become kind of like cliques or whatever and because of the camaraderie of grudges it's i think it's hard for people to even break that cycle and be like well you know what man i'm actually woke up today and i decided i'm letting this shit go y'all i'm moving on i'm not letting this then it's almost like well now you're leaving your friends behind what does this say about all the conversations we had you know um how many people try to like join up folks to their grudges you know like so like for example if you say uh i was listening to blank album and i liked it how many people try to hop in well did you know this you know it was like uh nah i didn't know that well i mean I, i'm just surprised that you would even it's like oh you want me to join in your grudge so that we become this group of people who whenever we see blank's name we're jump, we're jumping in it you know whenever um you know you see uh someone else that has some level of dissatisfaction it's like sign this person up to the grudge so i I think that's a big part of it too it's another it's one of the reasons i think people don't let shit go and you know it can get like that and i'm I'm, like i said and i think we all do it i don't feel like i'm an exception Mm -hmm. uh to this i'm sure that i have my motherfuckers i'm just like this nigga like you know what i mean like i don't even try to act above it it's I just, a rarity but yeah, yeah i i have like some people where i'm like for real word you? yeah you like if it's lena dunham you'll just completely be like tuning out what the fuck you know i don't like this person Mm-mm. so you know i think we all have it but you know i don't know how healthy it is to revel in that and and and, and the thing is uh also uh, another thing uh piggyback on what you say if somebody decides hey i'm going to move on from this grudge or this falling out or whatever it is now they have to put that energy somewhere else yeah and a lot of times if you you if you 
got to a point where you've been trained to put that energy towards this negative thing now that negative thing is not there it's almost for some people they lose their purpose right or they lose sight of oh my, oh my oh what what the fuck can i do you know what you can do something positive you know what you can do reinvest in your life you know what you can do spend spend the time that we was hating online with your family and your friends mm-hmm. and your loved ones go visit your grandma that you know ain't mm-hmm. got the internet you know go visit your auntie go see somebody sick and in a hospital you know you can actually do positive things take take that that self-care everybody go self-care well self-care also mean not driving yourself crazy with um battling people online that's well, also I'll, part of self-care yeah i think that's the other element to this our album uh beyonce left grudge gang behind kind of you know because that was getting to be the brand was you know the all you know all of us that still have been done wrong and don't let it go and the dude didn't do any work or he or you know we didn't want to allow him the chance to hurt us again so fuck him or whatever and she kind of was like nah I'm, I'm going to fight to try to salvage my family and i'm going to make sure this nigga is fighting you know um and you know is a album i think really wow i think that forgiveness stuff is a big lesson for everybody the other lesson that I, I, and i mean jay's been doing it for t- two albums now and I, I just don't think people are gonna pick it up because the hate for men is just uh so strong when it comes to like when a nigga fucks up like that is it like some people are just completely like i'm done with you um but there's never a path back for anybody anymore or you know like in our vigilance quote unquote in people's vigilance to make sure that no one ever gets over they've also made it so that no one ever can uh truly uh be forgiven anyway not like that you know what i mean like i'm not because we're seasoned everything's forever so i i think it's funny because you see people write all these articles they tell all this stuff about what men need to do and how they need to work on themselves and do better and and this is how this will make you a better man a better partner and jay does a lot of that shit on this album and on the last album and people still need to shit on them they need to now the thing that's funny to me is the need to shit on him supersedes the need to hold up a positive example of change to which re to me reinforces why the fuck ever grow what's the point right like that's and that's the ultimate thing that's where everybody gets stuck in my opinion and here's an album with a way out you know i just don't i think it's gonna fall on deaf ears for a lot of people but it's an album with a way out like hey man it don't have to be that no it it don't have to be that way and the thing is is that and that people uh don't grow a lot of that boils back to i got to have that power over you like 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 at the end of the day i got to have which which is honestly it's the so that's the biggest illusion it's not even power you see what i'm saying that's what's so scary about it you think you have power this nigga is out here living it's an illusion right like you just feel a certain way and you get and you get your group grudge people and they retweet and like and favorite but like legitimately you're obsessing about somebody that has moved on and is living a, a life that is you know more fulfilling Ain't and thought is twice trying, about you right the only thing he really did was let you in on his process but other than that you have zero control you can't get on a fucking compound 
you know what i mean you ain't never gonna eat dinner with the carters like niggas like this is just them giving you a glimpse into their lives and we're the ones that become obsessed about making it up uh, somehow about us but it's just i don't know it's just interesting you know i love the album i think it's just it's timely as fuck or actually it's ahead of its time anyway i hope to be seeing you guys soon at the live show hey hey and to hear more of your food news and fantasies so you can continue shoving <laughs> shoving down my throat and rubbing it all in my face <laughs> <laughs> love you both keep on keeping on thank you georgia may thank you uh the poll was are you watching the world cup Mm-mm. karen is not i'm I'm actually not watching it either guys i'm sorry i'm not a football person I, I if it's on in the background when i'm somewhere i'll you know i don't mind but I, i'm not really a football person uh yes 30 percent of our audience is watching the world cup hey come on my international folks 71 percent is not though the uh did you dj moore says the corruption of fifa selection of russia investigated by the same christopher Steele, in addition to the host countries involvement in the u.s election tampering makes it a bridge too far to watch the oh. world cup Ooh, oh yeah i didn't know it was that political no, i didn't know that either and you know the way usa going i'm not gonna be like usa Mm-mm. well usa didn't make it they didn't qualify that makes sense we don't we shouldn't qualify for nothing right now <laughs> doug b says i have been no russian anything since republicans and crew actively supported all things russian or putin despite obama my head my husband is peruvian and i had to make an exception you know love and all <laughs> i hear you i ain't mad at you me either yeah I don't, it's weird because politics in that motherfucking world cup is so strongly a tied a lot together. of corruption i'm not talking about the corruption though i'm just talking about the idea of politics in this tournament right. like you know north korea does this and so and so does that i'm like is, isn't it just people out there kicking the ball around that's what i thought you know it's just interesting um and they play into it so i mean that's the hook you know you can't even say like oh i can't believe this like nope that's the hook um shanna came on and uh we on episode 1705 america runs on racism yes uh we had a great time with her we got one comment gatsu 25 says funny how these fox entertainment showrunners are finally calling out fox news right before fox news split gets approved Mm, you noticed yeah so what he's talking about or what they're talking about is that um fox is being has been bought i believe by disney it's been approved and but the fox news wing of fox is still saying separate of the sale so now you have fox which you know like i said they'll be bought and um i think some of their tv stuff and movie stuff will go to disney i think that's how it's gonna work um in that case now you have people like seth MacFarlane that can come out and be like fuck fuck fox news his show's been doing that for years though so not that surprised Mm -mm. the poll was are you boycotting dunkin donuts yes or no 76 percent said no 24 percent said yes i am saying yes okay it's my turn i know i've told y'all on the show many times before i never boycott anything but in this case since i would never eat a dunkin donuts anyway i'm just gonna hop in for the free prize okay for the free prize i'm gonna do like a lot of y'all did with the nfl and chick-fil-a when uh when uh the nfl was trash and nobody felt like watching them boring ass terrible games anyway but then it was like oh Kaepernick yeah it's it's because I'm so woke that you know Kaepernick you know not gonna watch the games no more and I'm like okay all right well 
I mean, have you really been watching the games? I mean, I don't really watch the games anyway. Okay, all right, but you boycotting now. <laughs> yep, but this is a boycott. Well, that's what I'm doing to Dunkin' Donuts. Don't hell no, Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, we got eight comments on this. Man, they I had was, a lot to say. Uh, GWG says I'm definitely boycotting in the way that I drive past the Dunkin' Donuts every morning on the way to work and have never once stopped. Shanna was an amazing guest and she came through with this Ty and Tan uh spot uh, playlist on Spotify. Yes, for the cloak and dagger. Mm-hmm. KB says the nearest Krispy Kreme in D- is in DC while I'm out in Maryland. I've tried a couple times to get a Dublin, but the donuts are always stale. How is that possible when donut is in the goddamn name? I'm boycotting <laughs> for sure. I agree uh miss anderson says we have so many dunkin donuts here and they are always packed in the morning they try to bring in Krispy cream and it was closed in two months however i do live in long island i hate slavery <laughs> yeah them mm, i almost said something mean about people in long island oh wait they racist i can do that yeah them, yeah. Crack, them crackers probably love them some damn cake donuts don't they mm, what's all this hot dripping grease on this Krispy cream i don't want this uh miss ct mrs ct says i favor dunkin donuts before starbucks yes dunkin are less than fresh <laughs> less than fresh let that's the kindest way to put it okay and the coffee is more sugar than coffee but i like sugar <laughs> and barely acceptable donuts i was a starbucks fanatic for a few years just like shanna said dd is everywhere and i didn't see my first Krispy cream until i came to the south i took a hiatus but i'll definitely take dunkin over everyone wow so i get it you're basically like the person that likes mcdonald's over everything because that's what you grew up on or something and you know what who am i to judge i who love it's me to judge i love the walking dead and the walking dead is definitely the dunkin donuts of tv shows it's terrible it's convenient but it's there every week uh i'm very sad that this incident happened with protests in foreign languages i feel like it's more likely than this was an isolated incident for this specific location since it's franchised out so much even though they are a large company i think people can just buy a location and bring in income if nothing else i hope dunkin donuts comes out and admonishes the location for their intolerant behavior if not i have to find some new subpar donuts side note y'all ever heard of wawa they had the best donuts okay y'all buy now see here's we've t- heard of wawa wawa's not down here okay there's a few problems with your statement okay number one why would i believe wawa has the best donuts when you just admitted to liking dunkin donuts like you already have a trash opinion so i can't be letting you decide what the good donuts are you are off of donut voting committee okay <laughs> we put now off right that's number one uh number two um uh i don't know when this incident happened or whatever but um dunkin donuts uh is not gonna come out against it and even if they did i still would boycott them okay like i don't i i, I this is like jay-z for me i refuse to forgive them okay i don't care if they I'm come out my power right i don't care if they come out and uh only employ spanish-speaking staff from here on out and change their name to l duncan donuts uh i like duncan donuts yeah if they change their name to la duncan donuts i'm gonna still be out here like nah uh never Mm-mm. uh never forget okay so hashtag never forget and smack you with that powder ass cakey donut mm-hmm. also i would rather get grocery store donuts than duncan donuts that's how bad duncan donuts are okay you can go straight to the grocery store and buy some donuts um <laughs> charles says not for any political reason i'm a Krispy Kreme guy on those rare occasions where i get donuts arian says i mean if i never went in the first place it's still a boycott right i'm counting it arian i'm finally in the groups 
I'll be counting it. I finally, I finally, you are boycotting. Finally found me one. Come join like us. Said, like the Krispy Kreme, I'm boycotting. Ain't no Krispy Kreme 50 miles from you. Come join our grudge group, baby. I mean, Krispy Kreme, I mean, uh, Chick fil A. Chick fil A, yeah. Yes. we about to get it in, dog. Yes, with our nine donut eating sales. Uh, I say no because gross. I mean, that's a good enough reason. That's my real reason. Um, wait are you boycotting oh you're saying you're not boycotting because you would never eat there in the first place well you should say yes this is your time that was your chance to get in with us and come on join the group one mm-hmm. of us one of us um 1706 sit down comedians we talked about the bt awards and stuff mm-hmm. um let's see here justin w says i really enjoyed the conversation about bet and how we don't deserve them lol we we hold them to these high unrealistic expectations then we shit on them shaking my head i know man anti-blackness so real this is all of us yes it is like i and what's crazy i've been feeling this way since i was in like college i remember being like why like like i was at an hbcu and we watched bet pretty much all fucking day y'all yes, like sir. it was in the cafeteria every day everybody had it going in their room and even back then people still be kind of shitting on it like man this old bullshit and i'm like why do we feel that way about our shit like is it really letting us down or are we just like expecting this shit to be fucking high art all the race time. lecture after race lecture but at the same time we need to have bet uncut like aren't we kind of all of this aren't we kind of we are aren't we creflo dollar coming on at the bet uncut isn't that blackness in america too come on can't the preacher like a booty shake Mm-hmm. well i mean he wasn't talking about booty shaking but i'm just saying blackness in america is a lot of things it is you know it's it's uh the slow jams and the, and the rap uh mm-hmm. rap city you it's, know? It's, it's it's the quiet storm mm-hmm. it's that caribbean uh show mm-hmm. like it's all that shit it's man. 106 and park mm-hmm. it's that it's cc's world it's all that shit teen summit right it's it's not just one thing we want to act like it's just one thing but it's you know that fucking bt sports show and and all that other stuff i mean to me i'm like man so many classic moments in my life that happened via bet i just can't ever completely tune it out as like they never did nothing for for the culture man right not to mention some of the people only went on to be something because of them and they tried a lot of these ideas that motherfuckers said they should try and motherfuckers ain't watch it in the numbers that they watch that white shit come on you know like you had all them prank shows and what they do hits from the street remember hits from the street like Mm -hmm. motherfuckers wasn't fucking with hits from the street like that like not not up there they wasn't fucking with it like jamie kennedy and fucking um uh, that nigga that looked like uh what the fuck is that nigga oh ashton kusher they wasn't fucking with it the same as, as those shows like and that's okay i'm not even saying you should be hard on yourself for it but just don't be hard on the on the show on the on the station for doing the shit you said they do and then you don't watch it and you put it on them put it on yourself anyway charles says i think i need therapy too the onslaught of black folks being killed by police kids being ripped from their families at the border scotus decisions and justice kennedy retiring it's all too much i can't hardly stay in the same room with all these white folks at work stats say half of them voted for trump and in south carolina it's probably more like 90 percent i'm in a meeting last week the only black guy as usual somehow starbucks comes up they're one of our customers our mention i heard starbucks is closing down 150 plus stores across the country but they just opened a brand new new one in our office then someone mentioned the racial sensitivity training one guy didn't know the story i related it he said that sounds excessive i responded you think 
i get the police called on me walking around in my predominantly white neighborhood where i'm li- where i've lived for almost 20 years dead silence then they moved on no acknowledgement whatsoever i've worked with these guys for years they couldn't even say i'm sorry that happened to you charles they just fucking ignored it because mm-hmm. they don't care also i don't know and then and then my, they might be like well i don't know what to say right i don't think white people are really good or trained at that shit to know what to say they not they was like i'd rather not say nothing than say something insensitive all the like especially white men all the quote-unquote good white men are kind of like robots that have to do like this calculus on empathy because they haven't really experienced the um marginalization that the rest of us have in most cases like you know there's some gay white men that may have or trans men or something like that have gone through some things that are like oh yeah, yeah i can at least relate this to some of my experiences but for the for the most part most cisgender white men um have not had the experiences to even quantify what it must feel like so you know some out like and i'm not even saying this is shade like this is some of my faves quote unquote uh of white dudes where i'm like oh this is cool he seemed like a pretty cool dude they're always doing the math in their head of like okay this is a point that a black woman is making i don't want to do anything to counterman that point so i'm just gonna say yes to whatever or i'm just gonna say she's right or i'm just gonna say you know uh, yeah that's definitely I, i respect your feelings on that or whatever they don't know what the fuck to say because even if they disagree with that shit which i'm sure that most of their life has been telling them to disagree with everybody else on all the shit that we're talking about right so even if they disagree with it what can they really say you know what i mean like because because a lot of us would pull the like i'm a black man and you would do this shit to me you know so even if they do disagree and they are well-intentioned and all that shit it's not gonna come across like that to me it's gonna come across like who the fuck you think you talking to for most of us so i don't even know what the fuck i don't even think the average white person is even prepared to hear you say that and go man i'm sorry that happened to you and blah blah i don't think they've been taught any of that shit no and like you said because you're in a working environment like some of them i think may not care but some of them was like i don't want to be in hr so let's go silent and move on because right. if i say something insensitive it's gonna be a problem yeah i, I mean I, I think that uh this is definitely a, a aspect too of you know us being able to have our bubbles you know within the bubble people have all the right things to say yeah you know online you can craft your image to say i say the right thing every time i never fuck up and you know it, it, so it just becomes almost an unrealistic expectation that people would be able to handle it you know and i'm sure in this case charles probably did not expect this nigga to be able to handle this shit anyway but it's so interesting the empathy disconnect that i don't even think they would have known what to say or to even if one of them would have said it it still would have had the peer pressure of breaking rank amongst these other white people in this room oh man i'm sorry that happened to you charles you know like oh what the fuck is andy talking about you know what i mean like it's it's crazy how the game is played but yo i, I mean i obviously i'm sorry to happen to you happen to it's happening to all of us but um it's also just wild because white people even in this time with all this news and shit and as much as it's affecting our mental health and stuff you still got white people out here like they're still beating these niggas up like flapjacks like still 
Hey, forever su- fucking surprise. Forever surprise. How? Man, I thought that was a bit over. And and that, that, and that person didn't even say anything like inflammatory, really. What did he say? You said he said uh, he said uh, he thought they overreacted or something like. Yeah, he said uh, that sounds excessive for them to call the cops on the black people, which we all agree it is excessive. And because it hits something inside of us, it's like excessive, nigga. This shit happen every day. But he didn't really say anything that needed. Th- that that required that anger in us but that anger is always there it's always there and it's hard to navigate without come on flipping on somebody man it's super hard uh tanya w42 says i actually have a 35 hour work week yeah because i asked are there actual jobs where it's nine to five because i i've heard that in the song but i never really seen yeah people i'm never working nine to five a few people hit me up about this they did they do have nine to fives okay but most of them either work for like a union or i just got a really good job and they we, have we like trying to tear down y'all pay attention yeah tanya has a 35 hour work week it's considered to be full time by the company i work for i work 9 30 to 5 30 with an hour for lunch one of the reasons why i've been with them for over 23 years girl i don't blame you uh and then the poll was do you think it's okay for rod and karen to call themselves comedians yes or no okay what they say 34 percent said yes three percent three percent said no <laughs> and six yeah i don't think i'm funny 63 percent said call yourself whatever you want you earned it so i count them along the yeses <laughs> so i'll say 97 percent of people was like yeah that, that's cool uh courtney says side eye in the nose yeah three people who knows <laughs> trapping is a hobby says who the hell voted no <laughs> dora says i know exactly who those three no's came from too one that animal control guy i guess he got over his compassion fatigue and is back on the internet two that lawyer who definitely was not the animal control guy <laughs> three that estate lawyer who wanted to give you money after your uncle prime died <laughs> melanie says your faves could never Rod and karen are funny i have laughed so hard i peed a little and it's not old age you haters yes they are comedians and for the live show i just may wear poise okay <laughs> take whatever you need to do beloved okay take care of yourself uh miss ct says this is for the people who voted no Rod and karen make us laugh on a damn near daily basis they aren't writing scripts they aren't rehearsing time and time again what they're about to say on the mic they're discussing daily activity putting their spin on serious topics but have somehow made that the tragic uh comical somehow somehow <clears throat> the ones that stand on the stage with the mic in their hand are the only ones that are able to call themselves comedians why because that's what the status quo has been man fuck the status quo create a new standard put two chairs on the stage and ride a can become some of the funniest and most talented impromptu comedians we have behind the mic making five free shows a week never mind several paid for shows and yet every show is different every show has a signature every com- commentary is both thoughtful and also induces a chuckle with a slow denzel tear <laughs> so what we talking about here stand-up comedians are better because they sell out shows bitch ride a can selling out right now i hope so they better cause i know fingers crossed right they better because they got more they got more money but how is the brand doing do they have people hunting them down for a five minute skit do they have people calling in the show just to get some tbgwt fame that's what i thought your fave could never get on my damn nerves oh thanks miss ct (laughs) thank you oh she also wrote in this this comment is for you too Ryder karen you call yourselves whatever you want to call yourselves but it's your actions that speak for you and your work has shown that you are able to be comedic without using the use of props costumes or facial expressions 
uh you make people laugh consistently and wholeheartedly you literally get paid for your comedy with money from the premium subscribers like myself as well as sponsors that invest in your ability to bring light laughter information and joy to everyone who listens and on top of all that you have shown to be marketable for your comedy and content by selling over half of your first live show tickets Ryder karen if you're both aren't comedians i'm not really sure who is thanks management oh that's very sweet of you thank, thank you so you. much brooklyn shoe babe says as i like to say call me whatever you want except late for dinner lol your <laughs> comedians in my book so did that help uh balance your mind karen on on calling yourself a sit-down comedian or podcast comedian and that stuff yes okay cool uh 1707 let it burn uh was <laughs> <laughs> got a little burn yeah that was a good episode want to talk about that firefighter and stuff mm-hmm. uh we got seven comments uh miss anderson says i love donald glover and could care less if he stole that song or not but as soon as that song started playing i thought it sounded like this is america now i gotta go back through the episode see if I, you heard yanni or laurel i know um you know what's funny my dad was playing some songs for me yesterday at the at his house uh i guess ed sheeran getting sued by like some of some people dealing with the marvin gay let's get it on and i could hear it in the baseline immediately was like oh damn like he about to you know but you know the new thing with the marvin Gaye ruling and robin thick is if you if they feel like you stole a vibe or you know and they use these computer programs to analyze it and shit mm-hmm. if they feel like you got a case i mean they can you know you might be able to win so who knows i you know i think uh ed sheeran fucked up because apparently he got a video of him transitioning from his song to let's get it on in the video like he's like live, performing live and he just moves into let's get it on i'm like oh no oh no that's what you don't do right but uh yeah i don't know i've listened i like both songs and they both got like a vibe to them but i i don't know like people was basically talking about like it was a fucking line for line copy of each song or something and i was no, like i don't know it wasn't i don't know like it has some some similar elements with that Afrobeat shit correct um anyway greg says i've been an aquarium maintenance company owner for 13 years i've maintained aquariums for a living for 20 years i've had clients who pay me thousands of dollars a year and just not believe what i tell them until a white guy confirms it client hey can you make my five foot long carnivorous ill stop eating the other fish me no you can't it's basically a wild animal it would do what this species of eels does which is eat everything they are apex predators that eat sharks uh if you want nemo you have to get rid of the eel client i'll call billy my old maintenance guy see what he says billy is white and they fire him because he sucked his job five minutes later client billy says they eat everything they're not compatible with anything do you think you could overfeed it and that will keep it from eating the fish me no for two reasons one they can and will throw up food so they can eat better food two what eating what why eat previously frozen fish shrimp where you got fresh fish client i'll call billy and get back to you yo i've actually heard stories of black owners that do stuff like this with clients in their house that literally hire a basically a, a white stand-in mm-hmm. to, to tell white people the basically to assuage their fears and then the black person comes in and does the work mm-hmm. and you would never know the black person is actually the owner and not the like handyman or the maintenance person or the or the mm-hmm. supervisor like you would never know until um unless you know that black person told you themselves right and and uh 
uh black people had even had white people like go speak on their behalf and actually represent them in their company and all types of shit to get businesses this businesses i, I forgot it was an article that came out a few years ago about all these companies that black people owned and nobody knew and i only think a lot of them didn't even come out and, and say that they were black but they own like these companies and everything around them is white and they was like no i'll never tell because if i do i will fuck my money up yep movie pass was basically secret about the owners for like over a year yeah. anonymous says i have found that people sometimes give extroverts a bad rap i love being around people to the point that i'm left by myself after they most of my friends are introverts are finished with the night i hope people understand that extroverts have hardships too with being lonely i'm an empath too and one of my our traits is that we can see ourselves in all situations yeah it's the worst it's really the worst because there's people out here that legitimately mean me no fucking good and i still cannot stop that part of me that's like well you know they went through some things and maybe they just need some help and you know if they get therapy and and i'm like why do i have that it would be much easier to be able to be like fuck that bitch that motherfucker hate me when i see this nigga i'm gonna punch him in his face like it'll be so much easier to be that way that seemed like a much nicer existence <laughs> like i wish i could just turn this shit off all the time i'm just like nope not for this nigga fuck them forever but like you have to be so egregious for me to do that it's almost a waste of time yeah like like it has to be like super egregious for me to get there yeah i still be like talking it out and like parsing shit out with karen like well, what if they meant this well what about that well could it be this meanwhile you know karen's more like no that motherfucker's crazy just leave them alone i'm like you you right i mean she'd be right i just can't eat. yeah and, and 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 i think i'm more and like i said this is a person I, and i am empathetic please don't get me wrong i i am but i think just life and experience and me just i've learned a lot of people's traits from actually being uh used a lot so i can kind of pick up like no 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 they don't mean you're no good and they're not going to change on certain things i have not seen any change so no and i think i that is my own everybody has a self-protection yeah. that's my self-protection nip that shit the bud nah my intuition be telling me i anyway is I, I wish I, I maybe i'm not explaining it right but even knowing all the shit i know mm-hmm. i still have like a heart for a lot of people where i'm like i do too i must suck for them to be that fucking paranoid or that crazy or that lonely or whatever the fuck it is that makes them Mm -hmm. you know like and it's and you know and and not just stuff about me but just you know that's the first thing that comes to mind but it's just like man it must be sad to have a life like that yeah and 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 i've gone to i can understand your plight right and still stay separate yeah yeah for sure i can too i mean it's not like then i go and now we're gonna be friends again i'm not gonna set myself up to be abused but um shit that's where that introvert part come in that's the best part because i'm like oh no i can do this all by myself bye you i I love when motherfuckers cancel a a dinner but um (laughs) but nah that uh that that thing where it's like uh you know where i still kind of feel for them despite them being shitty or whatever Mm, i do too that that part sucks i wish i could kind of turn that turn off. it off sometimes yeah and or, I, or more than i do yeah and i completely like i said i've learned to balance that because i completely understand that because at the end of the day something that people will never 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 admit caring and being concerned and actually having feelings uh and shit like that on certain topics and certain people it fucking sucks yeah. and people don't want to admit if if you extend yourself out like that you open yourself up to be hurt 
and and people are afraid to be hurt or they were hurt years ago and now their things i'll never be hurt again so they just constantly knock and move everybody away from them um because that's their protection mechanism i completely understand that yeah our empathy is selective basically but you know sometimes it feels more involuntary than others you know correct anyway um my friends will say um i can never be that type of person and when i say i can they look at me like i'm crazy even the most atrocious types are only one step away and i recognize i'm no better than them given the situation mm. yeah I, I don't know if i could i don't know so i know what you're saying though we ain't that far from each other and not can agree on that like some shit niggas do i'd be like never me nope could never but then i feel you that there, there's some shit where you like man if some things have been different in my life maybe right maybe. right if if it were the world right versus left who knows right falcons diva says hey ryan and karen rod i had to laugh at your story about wearing your black twitter csi shirt i was actually in north carolina for the uh the first time i wore my hoodie i always walk around about going to charlotte to visit my family but to be more specific my aunt lives in granite quarry north carolina if you're not familiar it's a small town that's salisbury anyway i was handling business around town and the white people were so nice and helpful one lady at the bank was giving me all kinds of information <laughs> just like that eddie murphy's kid right she was like i'm not supposed to give you this but i was amazed because in all the years that my aunt and uncle lived there, i never received customer service at that level then i noticed the lady looking very intently at the badge on my hoodie and i realized what was going on lol mm-hmm. every last one of these empath traits you listed apply to me it's funny because this is the first time i read one of these lists and agree with everything right it's like reading my soul i was like oh god i do that one uh let's see i have two sisters and i'm in the middle one is a victim and the other is a drama queen oh i always screen their calls come on recently i had to interact with them more than usual due to family stuff and i had to put our group text on do not disturb and just check it periodically when i'm emotionally ready uh, another great show as always yeah I, yeah you gotta protect yourself man like because if not it'll suck all the fun and shit out of your life yes it will you uh, won't be no good people. to nobody right anonymous says i love when you play the older spider-man cartoon theme music is it, or is it mean music now it always makes me laugh uh daniel said danielle says i don't think this is america sounds like the other song on similarities i hear are the afrocentric beat everything else pretty much stands on its own oh that's how i felt too but i mean i i accept that i must be tripping i accept that i like i don't know it's i guess maybe i've listened to this is america too much and i'm like to me i'm just like i hear that song like oh yeah i know exactly every word of this song how it's gonna go all of it and then i hear the other song like oh this is cool too but i would never conflate that i would never be like these niggas me either (laughs) you know like i would never think they were about the same artists on the same label nothing like that anyway when y'all got to the black firefighter having police called on him and started making jokes about playing those burning songs it had me in tears laughing then you played ohio players and that took me out i had to cover my mouth from laughing so hard in order not to wake my family up i haven't laughed like that all week thanks for that oh that's dope you're welcome tanya w42 says i totally relate to the introvert traits except for the fear of intimacy one um but emotional vampires are real and so toxic i think the most annoying to me are the poor me folks but they are all bad yes the emotional vampires are trash because um i shouldn't even say trash they must need that energy for something but they definitely 
rub me the wrong way and suck the life out of me like Mm -hmm. and i can feel the motherfuckers coming from day one like the first interaction we have i'm like oh this is gonna be this is gonna suck for me like this is gonna always be another fire to put out another fucking like uh long ass story to listen to another Mm -hmm. isn't this so sad look at this tragedy like every fucking god damn day nigga like another person did you wrong another person not your friend like nigga it's you you are it's you dog like you gonna have to get a new perspective like you don't have no good days you know I'm what i mean? tell you no good days dog like shit nigga you the, the only thing in common is you you don't you the only common factor in all you this and shit. sadness like everybody be betraying you nigga it's you what the fuck so yeah that's the worst man because them niggas don't never stop talking there's never enough time you can spend with them to make them feel better every time you leave it's like you leaving this nigga and they sad and you sad it's it's a, it's a lot mm-hmm. um but yeah i can't remember all of them but the narcissist is pretty igno- uh, annoying um the yeah the victim one is the worst yeah that one might be the worst i think is that what you said was the worst and uh emotional vampires uh yeah the poor media the victim ones might be the worst uh do you think kanye explained this kind of his slavery comments better no okay well the options were yes i get it now uh two i always understood it or no i still don't get it zero percent said yes i get it now so i guess it didn't help re-explaining it that's what i thought 17 percent said hey i always understood what he was talking about i'm glad you did 83 percent says no i still don't get it uh brooklyn shoebay says fuck kanye i'm over that nigga i'm not saying he's canceled anything but i'm saying i'm not wasting emotional energy on his foolish i don't blame you i i mean i understand at this point who's still making a case for that nigga what? come it's, on like you that's a lot to, <laughs> like you, t- you, t- you take on a lost cause trying to that is a trying to advocate for lot. kanye at this point dog you just gotta let it go <laughs> sorry in my head i just imagine somebody still trying to be like but nah son see if you look at him like like nah at it, it, some point it, it's on him to fix that shit uh last episode was civility uh peaches 749 says preach queen karen preach genghis rod genghis rod i like that thank you uh it's like you're reading my mind get out of my head laugh my ass off. i'm a proud premium member i've been on the blackout test podcast hole since i jettisoned the app and i go through your gorgeous web page for all the premium listening thank you again rod for your patience and kind assistance oh you the one i um you couldn't find the stuff on stitcher or whatever you're trying to the listen to the premium stuff on stitcher um and i tried to walk you through the rss feed on the app mm-hmm. by the way guys if y'all need help with that email me like let's know i you know i i want to i want as many people to get their money's worth so if you right. are listening uh, now on the website there are instructions so uh, it probably save you some time but log in if you're premium to the blackouttips.com at the top it says tbgwt premium click that and then scroll to the bottom of the page there's instructions with screenshots and everything for how to put the um rss feed on your uh phone right and the password and everything is right there mm-hmm. with the username mm-hmm. like uh and it doesn't use the same username that you use to log in so it's important to read the instructions thoroughly correct um but after you do that 
hey you never have to worry about it again you get it right to your phone right every day you can pick and choose what you download mm-hmm. and the only thing is i changed the password once oh shit i'm really do overdue to change that password but i changed the password you know a, a few times a year to make sure that you know uh people don't freeload too long mm-hmm. but um yeah yeah so let me know if you need me to walk you through it the black guy who tips at gmail.com the black guy who tips at gmail.com and i'll i'll walk you through it uh please keep doing what you are doing you guys are the best and the best of the best sir thank you thank you d ramsey ph dunn says rod and karen the first 45 minutes of this podcast is all true i'm tired of minorities dying over stupid shit i'm tired of our government doing the most social media is the worst especially for those of us who are uh for those who are ignorant racist bigoted etc i love having you two around uh to make a uh, sense of this shitty world uh thank you ph dunn thank you yeah i think just adding like just especially like the last few weeks it's just been so much turmoil um between political shit and then you know even just socially you know that xx temptation dude dying and the way people was on that and you know kanye and that stupid shit like it's just like everybody's been on edge and i don't know what's causing us all to be on edge but it was cool to hear that i wasn't alone in this and Mm -hmm. that karen wasn't alone in this and that the audience isn't alone in this because you know while it might not be the funniest part of the show it's definitely an important part of the show and it's when it starts seeping into like personal conflicts with people that you know people that you're friends with it's time like for me i'm like i gotta step back because i don't want to be walking around like a drake album where all looking around at all my friends is trash and shit which one of these niggas gonna fuck my bitch like oh lord oh no oh no yeah, I've, been, I've been listening to this album and it's like you know i don't want to be the kind of person sitting around like none of these niggas my real friends like it's just so weak you know what i mean like i kind of had a bad experience in the last year with you know with a i don't know what i would even call it at this point but a relationship a friendship that just went sour out of just out of the blue and it really affected me to the point where i was like well who the fuck is like who's just here for the for like the recreational aspect of it or the just you know what i'm saying the social aspect of it and who's here for us who knows us who cares about us you know what i mean so like that shit can get in your head and then you have all this shit we're all dealing with we're all in constant turmoil and i watch how people talk to each other man like even when we friends it just gets in there you know what i'm saying just it comes out and i and often i don't think it's the shit that's really about us i Mm -hmm. really think a lot of the conflict is not even personal but it becomes personal conflict because we're dealing with so much shit so um you know that was something that i've been feeling like yo i need to find a way to decompress and step back and you know and never and i've been doing it more this this year but like find a way to make those personal relationships more personal like hey man what's up let me uh hit you up on the phone rather than try to hash this shit out you know on twitter or in type or even on text sometimes or hey man let's you know i've gone out with my friends a few more times this year than normal like mm-hmm. hey man let's go to a bar let's go watch a game let's do something because i think we're all going through it particularly those of us that are in marginalized communities we're all going through it but social media makes it seem like you're going through it together when you can be actually going through it alone and if you don't like go out and remind yourself that these are real people and shit it 
it can fuck with your brain in my in my opinion and it definitely was bothering me you know i use myself as an example so uh that's that's what I, that's why i'm glad that y'all you know that people at least understood it um dear rod and karen it's brooklyn shubay thank you so much for this episode and sharing your feelings with us i'm an angry person i've been angry since i was a child and not really knowing why or feeling i was able to express it i grew up in a house where things were not talked about or made funny i always grew up in a home where children just keep their mouth shut luckily i had teachers and counselors in high school to help me or i would have been expelled from high school because of my angry outbursts as i got older i could uh, uh, recognize what made me angry and i had an outlet for it then i developed depression in my early 20s while in college but i didn't realize that until i was diagnosed nearly 10 years later at the suicide attempt that was 17 years ago and i still have bouts of depression and anxiety episodes mostly triggered by outside forces like the dissolution of my marriage overbearing financial woes and yes the election of donald trump i think that last one a lot of us mm-hmm. and when i heard about the election results the morning after the election i had a panic attack i cried and i was it was over two hours late for work because i couldn't deal with that reality i've been in therapy off and on since 1996 i'm proud loud and proud about going to therapy and taking antidepressants because i want black people to know that it's okay to seek mental health assistance i've been i've seen so many cases over my lifetime where black people think that all it takes is tough love strict discipline and prayer to cure mental illness learn disabilities and other mental disabilities i don't want people thinking seeking help is a sign of weakness that is something that i actually talk about in therapy yeah it's funny because like uh a dude that a lot of people are praising right now terry cruz which they should be praising i'm glad for it but they praise him because he's this big quote-unquote masculine dude that everyone's decided is the alpha male type of dude and he's allowed himself to be vulnerable and transparent and shit like that and you know and i think that's is good but like we would not or i see less people applauding that on a personal level for folks you know what i mean so like if you're if you're being transparent about you know therapy depression suicide these things um it's 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 a lot less it's like it's more like well that's just life nigga get over it you know you gotta go testify before congress and then it's like what a hero right but it's kind of interesting to see that juxtaposition um every day since trump's election i feel emotionally defeated and angry and easily triggered microaggressions both racial and sexual used to roll off my back now i fly off the handle i need to tell that person in real life or online why they're wrong hell it's caused so many arguments with my boyfriend because he is usually in the line of fire he's a white appearing latin man and he just says stuff that is a reflection of his privilege and i've just run out of patience to be accepting or understanding like the uh, yeah i mean but that's also the person you're sharing your life with you know what i mean so that's got to be that like yeah that's gotta be frustrating for you and it's gotta probably be nerve-wracking for him if he's if he's real about it um and that's something y'all probably would have to both work on like a maybe some couple counseling type shit he need to you know maybe he needs some to educate himself on some things like but yeah that then turns into work for you in a place where you live you know like the politicians and pundits on tv i just want to yell at them shut the fuck up with that bullshit okay i've ran it so long i just wanted to let you know that i feel you you too dog thank you p.s three guys on had an excellent episode last week about mental health and unpacking one's angers and feelings dominic rivera was expressing his journey from a childhood of abuse and being in a place to help his own son to express his anger you might want to check it out first of all i always check it out mm-hmm. i love three guys on i listen to them every Me week too. never miss a show um and that episode was dope 
you know that's like the second or third time dom's been on there and they got into a conversation about some real shit and i appreciate it because uh as a black dude man like it it's definitely a double it's it's a double-edged sword man like all the shit that they praise us for is also the same shit that can like fuck us up really bad like the same shit that they act like makes us so dope is the same reason they shoot us when the police see us you know what i mean like it's some real fucked up shit and i don't want to celebrate it but i'm not but i also know that's that is my culture and i won't deny my culture and my heritage but at the same time like there has to be changes made within the culture and within ourselves to not glorify or to revel in some of this negativity and part of that is the idea that you can't be vulnerable man you know so it was cool to hear him talk about that my favorite part of his story was when he talked about learning how to cry one day his son came in and asked him why he was crying he's responsible us because i can yeah that was some deep shit man so i love when that dude is on there because uh it's always it's always good conversation but you know like i said it's i think it's just important for people to be able to uh have space for that because you know we always say we want to see that from dudes and shit but then when they do it it's like don't you pat them on the back don't notice it don't talk about it but half of the problem is when it comes to that kind of emotional shit with men is we don't acknowledge it we don't talk about it and we just pretend it didn't happen and i don't think people understand that that's half of the problem is that we shit like that happens and we just go i don't look that nigga in the eyes no that nigga was crying and it's and that's fucked up because it it takes you back to that place where you're like let me get my man on and back to the negative shit so i don't know i liked it uh let's see falcon diva says um i really like i really needed this episode i left a quick comment on the poll but yeah life is real hard right now first karen you may have heard this already but check to see if your company has eap employee assistance program my first six sessions with my therapist are free with my company's eap anyway okay i celebrate your decision to get therapy i've been listening to therapy for black girls podcast for a while now i came in to it uh 2018 determined to get a therapist and i went to dr joy's therapy for black girls directory to find one then i would get busy and and forget then i would listen to another podcast episode and look again it was a silly cycle then my uncle passed and it seemed like my entire life went into a spiral dealing with all that and the family drama that came with it shit started breaking down the house car trouble you name it so now i was at a point where i needed a therapist so i made a list i actually had a name and a number on a post uh posted note in my wallet i drove around with that for about a week before i made the call uh it wasn't that i was scared of anything just that stuff kept coming up then i had a when it rains it pours moment and i stopped playing around a call that was monday with all that has happened this week in our country i hope i don't talk this woman's ears off tomorrow saturday <laughs> speaking of all that's happened this week i'm so sick of weak democrats i was so appalled at how quick some of those mofos were to distance themselves from auntie maxine man listen when at this point this shit becoming more popular than the fucking i had a dream speech but that white moderate letter that mlk wrote that that like let black women lead uh black woman you need to sit your ass down and be quiet i don't know what's wrong with you what you think you leading some shit uh we gonna just do what trump say okay don't be mean about it they spoke out more about her comments than the shit going on in the supreme court this week just uh not just that y'all they spoke out more about her comments then when trump was talking about shooting people in the street 
telling people to beat up protesters and threatening people she was stating facts well how how are you i know how i know how but you know what i'm saying rhetorically how anyway just uh and to think i used to donate to these mofos i want my money back thanks for such an awesome episode i really appreciate your transparency thank you it's also why i say black people not really democrats like that's that's the party that um we're affiliated with for survival but like black people don't really like if if that party truly represented what black people think man no no white people be afraid to say some shit like that about Annie maxine um anyway um classic r&b lover says ride and care everything you said this episode was on point from our need for therapy i've been building myself up seeing if my insurance covers it and scheduling an appointment i already know i want a black woman therapist if possible that's what i said because i think i might just lose my mind in trump's america as for the vote of 2016 i freely admit i was one of those people in the primary who was not thrilled with hillary but i was never a fan of bill clinton so some of that carried over to her despite this i knew that if for no other reason than trump's blatant racism and supreme court judicial appointments and as quiet as it's kept because in some ways it's even more important the lower court appointments mm -hmm, which are also for life and which shape the landscape for laws of the land well before any case makes it to the supreme court because so few cases make it that far that trump cannot be allowed to be elected believe me we are just beginning to see the damage that the trump presidency is going to wreak on this country and the world what shocks me is that so few people really understand the impact of the rulings of this session it will take years but people will one day realize that the anti-union decision spells the end of the working class and middle class people are so fond of speaking of the ruling will prove right think about this white working class white working class white working class uh fuck your union the ruling will prove especially devastating for black people as union members uh membership was that uh what granted us entry into both classes karen was dead on when she said that required work hours will increase vacation days sick days medical coverage and pensions 401ks are on the way out as well we are screwed mm-hmm. sorry this is so long feel free to skip it nope you wrote it we read it eve says as someone who literally cried herself to sleep on election night i have suffered from anxiety and depression over this administration more than any other because all the harm he's done will have lasting ramifications it's got to be it's gotten to the point where i have to stay offline and stop watching the news as much as i can't uh much because i can't do it without stressing out every day it seems to be a new issue which is why listening to your show helps because it filters through the news to me in a way that's more tolerable yo that's why i watch the daily show real talk i watch i still watch the daily show I, and, and you know i'm not getting into uh, the whole woke phase shit like them niggas don't really support anything fuck them niggas but as far as uh trevor noah that dude is one a much better interviewer than john stewart was like that's facts that's just as sinbad said that's just the facts um and also they're still doing a good job of using humor to illustrate the important stories of the week and the hypocrisy around them in a good way and just like it happened under john stewart because see a lot of people don't remember the start of john stewart they they remember the end um uh, the same way it happened with john stewart where he tried to start off on that well isn't it kind of like both sides are kind of wacky out here these days america has shifted so right that trevor noah's essentially going on there every night like these white people are fucking crazy and i was like and i knew it was gonna happen i remember telling people with the philando castile clip they had i was like yeah this dude is basically getting an education in american racism and why it's not like south africa and he thought it was kind of a monster that he in my opinion that he knew 
because he's like oh i came from a place that dealt with the similar type of racism shit it's not the same and he's basically been getting this one-on-one and like no american racism way different way different not and your shit wasn't bad but yeah there's some other shit over here and it ain't like you can't just talk to these motherfuckers Mm -mm. um (laughs) it was funny i made this tweet saying uh, i like the uh the uh way that they use the alliterative uh names for the uh white women that keep calling 911 on uh black people like permit patty and pool paula and stuff like that delta debbie is the next latest one anyway so uh i said that right and this dude retweeted it and was like i don't we need to stop making these people famous right why did i click on his bio karen and he works for the daily show and rundown I said, nigga, didn't y'all play these clips on y'all show? And didn't y'all interview Tommy Lauren? Like, how you gonna, how you gonna stunt on me? Y'all got way more reach than me and y'all did make him famous. Like, come on now. He deleted the tweet, but it was so funny. It's like, he must have forgot what he worked for a second. Like, you I think take, he did. Yeah, I mean, I ain't even mad at him. Like, he should delete that shit just to keep his job. They might fuck around and be like, what you mean? don't talk about these bitches we need this money come on okay trevor got these jokes let's go right write these jokes anyway um <laughs> at this point i'm seeking therapy to work through my issues to figure out how to cope but in the meantime heavily invested in self-care i watch i binge watch shows on netflix go to the movies go get pedicures and massages uh i spend more time with my family i just have to do things that don't stress me out i pray that we all survive this mess because if people thought these two years are crazy i think it's going to be get worse hadn't even been two years it feel like fucking eight mm-hmm. and honestly man i've been doing a lot like spending more time with family and close friends and shit too because like i said on top of the shit that happened just last year and stuff it's just been kind of like i need to make sure to connect to the people that are important to me and close to me because it don't take much i don't think it take much these days for motherfuckers to like go from best friends to worst enemies because it, there's so much animosity just in the atmosphere anyway you ain't got to do shit you know like motherfuckers will make I, you don't get to own anyone's story like anyone's narrative but motherfuckers will will find a reason like it'll, it'll happen if they want it to happen so you know I, I, it's, it's you gotta make sure your, your crew stays close-knit man you tight with your peoples um all right the poll was have you thought about seeing a therapist since the trump election yes no or i already was in therapy 20% already in therapy. 15% have not thought about it since Trump's election. 65% yes. 65. That's a huge number. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of us. Yeah, they've done studies to say, particularly uh, with black people, they said they've seen a huge increase in black people going to therapists. Mike in London says, I am a therapist. Okay, Mike, you don't count. You're not even over here tanya says yeah tanya says i've been so angry since the election that i started to feel small in my own thoughts i had to stop listening to 45 speak because all i could think of is if he was dead i wouldn't have to hear him and that bs but that don't that won't really help because the vp is worse and the line of cessation is complete trash i'm still angry and i think we should all be angry our country is stealing kids reversing years of progress and becoming international pariahs all because we had a black president and we're about to have a woman president and we're about to have a woman president i need the therapy so i can be open and present for the president for the people i actually care about finally a hearty f you to the 53 percent the straight white male and the i'm voting third party to show them people yeah like it's wild because uh even the things we do to like escape or treat ourselves are like 
still spending money and capitalistic shit but you know it's how people cope i don't know what to tell you like everybody's trapped in this human condition mm-hmm. so i mean but i feel you though like it's infuriating and to see the thing i don't want to do is shut down and stop paying attention to everything because i think that's what a lot of people do is like retreat into this like i just i, I mean you still pay attention to politics and i'm never going to be that person because you know one survival uh but then two i just i don't i i'm not built to not be aware but i'm definitely not some superhuman that can be completely subjected to atrocity after atrocity and not be affected correct and it's very hard because the lines blur into personal life so fucking easy like it's just so easy to be like why am i fucking angry today you know like some days i just wake up and be like today i'm gonna start my day and i'm gonna just let all of the angry bad like negative energy just go and start from zero and see if i can do that you know and it's hard you know it's hard like i I had a day like that friday but i did it you know like i woke up i was like i'm gonna just like I, i don't feel happy but i'm gonna let the negative thoughts go for a little bit and just try to concentrate on things that you know on moment to moment things that keep you know that just keep you here you know not not on some suicide shit but just like keep you present in the moment right that's what i mean like i went and saw uh Kyrie irvin's movie you know uh uncle drew and spent some time with my, my mom and dad and uh karen and stuff like you know just just keeping present like that that shit matters to me and and i think at least that's what i use to get through um falcons diva says i had my first appointment this saturday i feel like i've been on edge since november 2016 and when you added my divorce and the death of my uncle dad in the past year i went from wanting to see a therapist to needing to see a therapist even when i'm taking a break from my family shit and hanging with my friends it's common for 45 and to come up in the conversation and i feel like i can't get away from the negative yeah Boogum Shube says, I was in therapy, uh, uh, I was in therapy time, uh, oh, to help me process my divorce. I started in the spring of 2016, but by November 2016, half of all my sessions have been about Trump and his administration. I also started taking anti-anxiety meds to help me, uh, increase and acute stress and anxiety. Um, it's been an, uh, I've been on edge and easily triggered by everything since Trump. I don't think you're alone, man. I think it's a lot you're of not. us like i'm glad we had that episode and talked about it to be honest um just because of that um and also man like on that episode you know i talked about um dealing with shit where like you don't feel like this issue is the problem but is like things are underlying shit and it's getting worse and stuff um and you know i was able to like talked to somebody on the phone this week that you know i felt like we was having a conflict or at least um misunderstanding or something and that shit like mattered so much to me you know i think a lot of times it's easy to be in denial about that kind of stuff like Mm -hmm. fuck this person or whatever just that's their problem you know it's like that thing that we do where you kind of shirk responsibility of any involvement or you make it so that um it's always on them or whatever um which isn't necessarily fair because like i said there's everybody has their own narrative to things that happen and then 
because so much of shit is public now you know like twitter uh facebook uh youtube uh snapchat instagram so much shit is public it's like how i'm supposed to interact with you without an audience in mind because i think having that audience a lot of times makes people kind of play it up for i want to win this argument rather than i want to understand where you're coming from and i want you to understand where i'm coming from and we could build off of that so it was cool because you know if i'm going to talk about the things that are negative i want to talk about the things that are positive too and maybe these are things that help other people listening it was cool to talk on the phone to the person and be like hey dog this is how i felt about it oh okay that's how you felt about it all right cool well you know let's let's take it from here and this is what i'm gonna do in the future and this is and i would you know and let's clear up any like um any influence of like was this about me was this because you know with sub tweeting sub booking all this shit now like it, it don't take much man like i said it don't take much you could be talking about a fucking reality tv show and somebody could look at that and be like this motherfucker what i'm cardi b now bitch no i did not punch nobody in the head and it's like oh i didn't even i wasn't talking about you no. so it's that kind of thing that um like i said man and i think and i'm not saying just other people me too like it just you feel kind of paranoid sometimes because of how shit is going on around us all the time right every turn on like don't do this for real but if you ever do this you know what i'm talking about put it on msnbc for 10 minutes that's msnbc the good one right every story is a breaking news story down on the bottom of the screen everything's scrolling mm-hmm. things are flashing yeah they've actually done studies on that talking about how they usually didn't have all that shit popping on your screen and how over time they just started putting all types of shit running across your screen all the time so your attention is a little bit of every it's almost i don't say manic on your screen but you got like they're talking about the breaking news is the breaking news is one little scroll then below it is a running breaking news then on the side you might have your stocks you know then on top you might have another running thing so you're looking at the screen and it's literally like 65 things running at your running at you at one put at at once it's overload yeah it adds to the tension and Correct. i think our facebook fa- feeds are like that in some cases our twitter feeds are like that in some cases uh and 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 it's just so easy to get caught up in this constant fight or flight emotion mm-hmm. and it leaks over to other shit and i you know i do my best to try to keep it f- from that but i'm human too you know there's you know you're reading extra in the shit you're reading uh you're saying extra in the shit you're you know it's it you know you're not being careful with what you're saying it's it's difficult you know and we all fall short but i feel like real relationships allow for some hey man let's talk about this and okay cool i see where you're coming from but boom we could set we could set that straight let's make sure we're good more than whatever the fucking ego that it feeds for people online and shit because you know you see people fall out and what do they do i'm gonna collect my pokemon friends and we about to go ride on you and you collect your pokemon friends and we riding on each other and like it's some fucking gang fight but with the internet and shit like i don't want to be involved in any of that shit so it's kind of you know it was kind of refreshing and i you know like i said it's it's amazing what uh, actual talk can do compared to a lot of the shit that goes on that passes for conversation but it's not real you Correct. know so anyway um let's see uh we got emails uh 
miss ct writes in uh feedback karen's fro as always you all have great content but i'm really here to compliment karen's fro oh this is the first time that i've watched the live video in a while and i think it was a different color last time karen your hair is looking good girl really healthy really thick i know uh how you are good good to do a uh wait i know how you are good to do a big little chop at a moment's notice so i so i thought this would be a good time to mention it thank you as always thank you that's looking good over there i I do i like it a lot I, i think i'm just gonna let it grow out um but i have heard how sometimes people do like a second big chop uh because uh after your hair is natural for a while when you do the second big chop you've trained your hair so the second time it grows it grows naturally and in its natural format and you you know how to take better care of it so it actually grows actually better and stronger a lot of times i haven't decided about that yet but as of right now i'm just gonna let it grow and just and just do what it do um not sure how big you know because sometimes i see natural frozen get really big and really really pretty you know so who knows i might be out here like i'm every woman <laughs> i don't know you know who knows uh the next one is middle age and asian episode 1706 my god preach everything y'all said yes just yes that's all i got to say about that oh just short and sweet thank you appreciate you um uh, i know we're getting close to the break okay i'll see if i can do one more um uh let me see how long this one is all right here we go um uh this is from kiana who says hey how much will people eat oh the blackout till 1708 how much will people eat of you until you are no more and then say you are delicious and people will consume you until you are no more and then look at look at you like why do you not have more to give me roderick and karen mother effing morrow rod i know you're an atheist but nigga when i when i when i tell you that's a word good lord i just can't i'm done i'm going to weep i feel seen love you all Kiana. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad uh reach out and turn to your neighbor and say neighbor no, i'm just kidding thank y'all um uh, let me go to the next session real quick we'll read the last two emails we'll be right back <laughs> that's hilarious mm-hmm. um you know some I, someone had um taken a uh transcript uh or had transcribed a portion of the show like just a couple of things i said last week um and they had taken like you know how you can take a picture of the words a screen cap or whatever and put mm-hmm. it on on twitter you know under our hashtag tpgwt and i was reading it like who is this smart savvy deep intellectual person right here this person right here now they need a show you know they need a show like they know i would listen to their podcast i was like oh that's me oh wow look at me i am good uh let's see laqueta says uh just another email saying i love you guys how ride and queen karen there are lots of things to say but i'm still i'm i'm getting old so i may not remember it all winky face when i first discovered you via the struggle bus podcast over a year ago i said i'll just download two episodes yeah shout out to the struggle bus shout out to me never getting back to them about having them on the show i gotta get on top of that secretary i'm doing a good job y'all we getting guests now okay i've been reaching out emailing people i'm 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 gonna fix this yeah the second secretary got bogged down got behind 
mm-hmm. i'm gonna reach out to Catherine heller we're gonna Thank fix you. it we gotta make it happen uh i said i'll just download two episodes and get the gist of the show and see if i like it etc when i heard karen say the infamous and still fuck you 53 percent i ain't forgot i knew i found a podcast home it's funny to, <laughs> it's funny the things that y'all be like yes fuck them i mean i love y'all now it's funny to look back and see how influential you and karen have been in my life and so many others lives you two have pushed me toward being my better self karen has taught me that angry black woman is not always the default even when we have been clearly wrong the most powerful thing out of karen's mouth that spoke to me directly people fail to realize that living up to someone else's idea of what you should be or do can be an exhausting stressful life that wasn't a direct quote but the gist i almost cried at that simple truth in it when i always live live a life of supposed to's based on what others wanted for me or from me college marriage kids yet the next steps a good job an easy life financial comfort didn't come as easy as it was supposed to i'm sure i already knew that i didn't have to live my life based on expectations of others but hearing out of karen's mouth woo! and rod listening to you all over this last year and change you have given me so many words that i need to express my frustration especially politically i love your cool even head i know you always hear someone say i don't always agree with you of course that's impossible i said it in an earlier email voicemail to you guys while i don't always agree with you i found a handful of times when i knew i should agree with you oh man but my own agenda and pettiness would not allow it so then i have to gather myself check my own biases agendas emotions and finally but rye was right though oh man i appreciate that seriously because i do that sometimes too like it's been quite a few things i listen to a lot of podcasts too i'm like man come on is it really this bad and you listen you're like fuck it is this bad Mm -hmm. uh but yeah and i and like honestly dog i i just want to be clear on this because i think in the position we're in people probably assume that you know that that's what we want but i i mean speaking for myself i'm not really here to try to convince people to agree or disagree with me necessarily Mm-mm. but i am here to be understood and i would like to at least explain how i view things more so than make people do what i want them to do and i and that's a huge distinction because in my lifetime i i know i personally have had multiple people try to they think they're kind of uh understanding me by thinking oh you want like a cult or a following or people to like do your bidding and sociopaths want that kind of shit i don't want that you know i don't want followers i don't mind friends you know what i mean like i mean like it's like i don't mind peers and people i can respect and people that you know i don't need you to be like a robot and follow my every lead and i'm not saying that's what you're saying i definitely don't feel that way but i'm just saying like the general gist of i don't agree with this person all the time it's not even it's not even offensive to me because it's like yo that's how it should be that's how it should be you know how many people i shit i listen to i love man i love uh some of my favorite podcasts but i like the idea of agreeing with everything that come out their mouth that's crazy people talk mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i don't need that you know um people like i've seen how people will try to refer to me whether it's to admonish me or whether it's in the positive where it's like these fucking male feminists or something or uh you think you one of the good ones or 
you did you know y'all y'all show is um <laughs> uh what a safe environment or something like that and i'm and i'm like or i'm like that's how you view me because i've never viewed myself as any of that shit Mm-mm. i'm just me i'm rod i show up i talk i i do my thing we that's make our we jokes do. i don't i don't feel like i'm more fucking uh um Author, uh, more of an authority than anybody else you all can get a microphone and your opinion and put it on the internet the same way we do right everybody can do this shit so it's not like i got it all figured out and if you've listened to however many fucking episodes we're on right now you've watched us be like uh i thought this way two years later i don't hey i was wrong oh i, I learned this thing on monday someone wrote in on saturday and oh the shit that's right okay I still remember the, uh, as an example, the first time we read about Chelsea Manning and her wanting to get gender reassignment surgery and stuff. And she was in prison for, you know, particularly being a traitor to the United States and shit. I still remember like, now why the fuck would we do that? Like, but she's like, she betrayed the country and shit. Like, and you're in prison now. You don't get to do that. And someone wrote in on Saturday. I can't remember if it was Olivia or somebody, but they wrote in. And I was like, oh yeah oh uh, yeah i can see that point of view yeah fuck it well, well why the fuck do i care yes you should be able to get your gender reassignment surgery um you know of all the other shit they spending fucking money on with the defense department that's the least of our worries you should be able to get that you should be in a facility that corresponds with your gender and you should be addressed as your uh correct pronouns and all that shit because it literally cost me nothing it cost me personally nothing to be like yeah that's that's actually much better prison should not be about torture no it shouldn't it should, you know especially when you get to the inalienable rights like the right to your gender and shit it should not be about that but i didn't that monday i didn't know that that monday i was up in this motherfucker like nah nigga you out here betraying the country you know so all that to say like even even we learn from each other and shit so um you know it, but it's dope to hear people that are like you know uh cause, you know i feel like the things you're saying made sense and i wish i could let this shit go and, and, and get get down with what you're saying because I, I like real talk i struggle with that a lot just personally um like even with myself i'm like rod you know the right thing to do here is this and i'm like nah fuck that shit though son <laughs> so even i struggle everybody does yeah you guys bring me so much joy from your insights the good people you keep in company seeing and celebrating our blackness and doing your best to be positive i've been dealing with my husband's cancer for the last eight months and i have ms and it's been very hard but rod and karen and their listeners always managed to brighten my day listening to balls deep i was always i was able to hold my own in a conversation about lebron and the Cavs. hey hey i hope you brought up tristan thompson treating <laughs> meanwhile i can't tell you nothing about sports yeah. that's what i'm talking about that's then we doing our job okay we doing it yeah that, that but just <laughs> him and justin i'm i i just pop in whenever i feel like it but him and justin they doing their job we are doing our job if you can hold yourself in a sports conversation and not know them about sports then we did what we supposed to do okay well you know lebron can't be the whole damn team i had no ideas i was talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, yes 
Mm-hmm. that's what i like to do lastly i wanted to share how my 15 year old nephew added to my joy he's a very serious pensive 15 year old thinks he knows it all etc i was giving him a ride to work listening to a gang of guests the race on our way to his job we guessed along with the chat room and laughed when he got out the car he said thanks i love you be still my heart playing that game with him made him comfortable enough to say things i don't think anyone has heard him say thanks and i love you you guys are working magic <laughs> I really, really hope to see you guys in September. Look at it. Thank you. Thank you. And uh let me tell you something, man. Um a lot of these kids is racist and they just need to know that you racist too. And that's all it takes for them to open up. You know, y'all both listen it's bond, to bond. Bonding time. Yeah. Y'all both be in there like black and it's like, God damn it, aunt. <laughs> I think I love you too back. Um, uh, nah, that's cool though, seriously. Uh a few thoughts on the week, C four writes in um cash right i'm sorry uh dear rod and karen thank you for your work uh you all put in especially this week it seemed like everything was trying to drain us and y'all were a bright light in the fog i ain't gonna lie i didn't know if it was that bright on wednesday i was trying i was trying uh i got to thinking about (laughs) i got to thinking about y'all's discussion on how much we will need each other going forward and how much we let small things get between us it's funny because as humans our emotions amplify situations because our instinct is survival black folks especially have been in survival mode for a long long time and social media has confirmed our some of our worst fears the lashing out that we see and do is in large part a defensive survival it sucks that so much of our energy and our genius gender gender non-conforming inclusive is used to uh used on this multi-generational fight for dignity and equality of our humanity we're physically mentally and emotionally exhausted missteps are, are taken personally because it feels like a wrong mood the wrong language wrong strategy can seem to mess up the entire thing for everyone and to some extent that can be perceived to be true dog you that you are speaking the truth i hear other folks questioning whether immigrate uh, integration is the best strategy for us i see the back and forth about how we got hurt here and how we get unstuck so that we can get free uh i'm not sure what that means for us or how much we owe each other if we if we owe each other i don't either man i don't know i know we're not a monolith and but we still in that situation where i don't think we've truly accepted that there this this the idea of black unity is not it's a pipe dream in in a lot of ways and maybe it always was and the thing that unified us was the oppression that was coming no matter what you looked like and where you lived uh but even then man i mean well remember when we went to the um, african-american history museum and remember Emmett Till's mama? Uh, Mammy Till was being like, yo, I didn't think that. I was like, that's them niggas down south. And then they killed my son. So, I mean, it seemed like this shit always been this way. Mm-hmm. We just have uh, part, you know how I talked about education and the Civil War and shit? Part of the problem is, too, we all got the, the we've got the same narrative of the Civil Rights Movement. A lot of us don't know shit about the civil rights movement except what white people told us was okay to learn and it's all shit like and then Martin Luther King died and after he was nailed to the cross he said father forgive the white man's sins. Come on. And we and it and we that's what we learn and so even in that you know we have we have a a, um, a mythical belief in monolithic uh blackness because we were taught that black unity was based off the civil rights movement and 
meanwhile within the civil rights movement a lot of them niggas didn't even fuck with each other Mm-mm. there was a lot of black people like nigga y'all better take the bus you know what i mean <laughs> like like it was it was never a magical unity but we just got taught that it was you know and and i think that's it's done us a huge disservice because we still expect that from each other the truth of the matter is a small number of black folks can still make changes big changes but it's never gonna be everybody on board ever no matter if everybody benefits from it it don't matter yeah and you're gonna have yeah people gonna have to get used to doing work for people that really don't give a fuck about them and will take advantage and credit for all the hard work that they did to move people forward it's fucked up it's real fucked up you know it's one of the reasons i try to stay out of the whole activism space specifically because of that it's fucked up people do fucked up shit you never know nobody's intentions and motherfuckers can literally have because they do feel like it's life and death motherfuckers can have a disagreement and it's fuck you fuck everybody around you uh don't fuck with this person like it's a lot of shit that i'm like i'm staying out of i don't know you know anyway um but yeah it definitely bleeds over in the over- online and shit we we are in survival uh, mode all right this week seeing one fairly known uh activist say that some of the rhetoric she pushed in 2016 was not okay did something for me part of it was that she made it feel okay to really acknowledge my own missteps in the journey part of it was that i admittedly, admittedly felt vindicated it was healing i suppose i'm uh i'm not um uh, sure if it's personal arrogance or a sense of closure to feel that kind of relief after reading her statement but i felt like she is the type of person that can build and navigate true community i admire that and i'm not sure i got all the tools for that yet i do know i want to love heal and be together and be free but i have no idea how to get there yo that's dope man anytime somebody can have that self-reflection i still think people was uh kind of tripping when ah i can't remember if it was alicia garza or patrice colors that wrote that essay during the women's march where she basically was like yeah some of the shit gonna have to change and some of the ways we approached organizing it was not conducive and there has to be some level of political access voting some outreach to what we do it can't just be we're over here angry by ourselves in the streets and then that's the end of it and fuck anyone who's trying to work on it from another angle it can't just stay that because if we keep it that way then it'll just be a small angry not very powerful group uh with no political influence and no plan to truly create this infrastructure you know so what are we going to do because this next administration is going to be even more hostile how do you navigate that because the plan has to change and i still remember people coming for her on some like how the fuck you gonna just do this and it's like i mean y'all was just telling her she was the greatest y'all were just pledging you know saying how great her futuristic vision and all this shit was but you know a, a lot of this shit is not written in stone and a lot of this is trial and error you know and i think it takes a big person to admit like yo man i thought i had to figure it out but you know dealing with shit that way i realized there's some limitations to that and the truth is there's limitations to every approach right you know it's why we really can't afford to be i mean we people can do what the fuck they want to do and they're going to i know that much but in my opinion it's such a waste of energy to be at each other's throats over shit that um ultimately neither one of y'all niggas is gonna quote unquote get free behind it you know what i mean like 
nigga you ain't a socialist nigga you is a socialist nigga you this you know and y'all fighting it's like none of did any of y'all did the rent not come due this week because of this because it's still coming due for me still looking at this shit like mm, maybe tell maybe i can pay it on the fifth you know still so i don't know I, I but i do think we take a lot out on each other and but i don't know i think that's really beautiful when people have moments like that now i don't know what activists you're talking about specifically or what statement it was to be honest but um hopefully i'll find a way to read it or something because i i would not be against reading something like that Mm -mm. anyways all that to say plus also nobody's ever fucking wrong anymore ever nobody's ever like man i don't think i did that the right way nobody everybody can just justify what the fuck they do in hindsight because we all write our own narratives now like everybody can just go back like no nah, nigga um my shit right it don't matter how i look it don't matter i'm a hypocrite it don't matter that i went against my values for my value. it don't matter none of it matters I always i'm always right every time that's crazy y'all anyway all that to say y'all have me in my head keep up the excellent work and i can't wait to see y'all in september hey shout out to the chat hey. room can't wait to see you too cast um i think that's everybody so uh yeah tomorrow we have bacon on um Yay, show I love them. um and i can't wait to uh chop it up you know see what we're gonna do and i um and also what i was gonna say uh, oh i'm gonna be on chris's uh chris's i'm gonna be on lashonda's show um for the mtr network where we're gonna talk about dominion um and uh that'll be on the mtr's premium network and i'm gonna record that tomorrow so all right that should be everything um we'll talk to y'all later and uh also there may or may not be like like i said i've told y'all this a few times before but i'm gonna keep it up we may have to take breaks as needed you may get you know two three shows in a week as opposed to four or five some depending on how i'm feeling and stuff uh how karen's feeling and shit like that so uh you know we'll try to keep y'all updated but you know if you don't see a show in the feed for a day don't don't trip you know if you don't see it for four or five days like that fucking be, be itunes then, then yeah hit, hit us up be yeah we might try to take more breaks man because you know you can't keep going like this all the, i can't keep going like this all the time all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.